You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past. Featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories, Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, today's episode... Uh, we're going to do some weekend takeaways. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, injury updates, uh, matchups, and DFS value plays for Monday. Uh, so let's start uh, with some hitters who had uh, productive weekends. And Houston left fielder Michael Brantley was 8 for 11 uh, and had five RBIs. He doesn't offer a whole lot of power. He has three home runs on the season, but he is hitting 337 with an 879 OPS. Uh, has scored 29 runs, 21 RBIs. Uh, this is sort of the uh, what you expect. Uh, out of Michael Brantley. He will give you uh, a real advantage when it comes to batting average, uh, but you're also going to have to trade off uh, in, in terms of power, uh, and it, which basically makes him the opposite of, of most players uh, in, in baseball these days. Uh, so many of them, uh, you're sacrificing batting average to get the power, but uh, in Brantley's case, he's gone the other way. Uh, Toronto first baseman Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, was 7 for 11 uh, over the weekend, had three home runs, seven RBIs, Scored four runs. He's up to 21 home runs on the season already. It's insane. Uh, 55 RBIs, 49 runs scored, hitting 344 with an 1137 OPS. As I've said many times this year, uh, this is the version of Vlad Guerrero we were promised when he got promoted. It just it's taken a little time to get there, but uh, he is uh, a superstar. Now, Oakland first baseman Matt Olson was six for 12 over the weekend, had three home runs, six RBIs. He's up to 18 home runs on the season, has 47 RBIs, 41 runs scored, hitting 289 with a 984 OPS. The batting average boost there is a real uh, advantage for Olson because the, the home runs, I mean, 18 home runs is pretty, pretty great too, but you expect uh, good home run totals out of Olson. The fact that he's hitting 289 instead of like 239. Uh, that that's where you're really uh, picking up some some value uh, and across the diamond in Oakland Matt Chapman seven for 13 had two home runs six RBIs five runs scored he only has seven home runs this season 29 RBIs 28 runs scored hitting 221 with a 695 OPS uh, hopefully uh, for Chapman's uh, sake this is uh, starting to turn in the right direction because he's been off to a relatively slow start uh, as a guy who uh, could hit you 30 home runs uh, at a corner infield spot, but uh, is not on that pace right now, and the 221 batting average isn't helping matters either. Uh, Toronto third baseman Kevin Biggio was 6-for-12 uh, on the weekend. Two home runs, three RBIs, a couple runs scored. Uh, he's missed some time with injuries, has five home runs, 13 RBIs, 17 runs scored, hitting 230 with a 726 OPS. This might be a decent time to buy low uh, on Kevin Biggio. Uh, Toronto shortstop Bo Bichette. Uh, was 6 for 14. He had two home runs, five RBIs, nine runs scored. He's up to 13 home runs, 39 ribbies, 56 runs scored, eight stolen bases, hitting 281 with an 821 OPS. Um, about where we would expect uh, the numbers for Bo Bichette. Uh, the big base runner on the weekend, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, stole four bases. He's up to 15 steals and 16 attempts uh, this season. Uh, a couple of guys had two stolen bases. Joey Gallo 
uh, of the Rangers. He's up to six stolen bases, one off his career high. Uh, and Miami center fielder Starling Marte stole a couple of bases. He's up to eight stolen bases in 30 games. Uh, now, uh, to some hitters who maybe didn't have a great weekend. Uh, and we'll start with Colorado shortstop Trevor Story, who was 0 for 12. Uh, and this really has not been a typical Story season. He only has five home runs. Uh, the 23 RBIs, 27 runs scored, nine stolen bases. Those are okay. Hitting 242 with a 714 OPS. That's uh, not ideal. Uh, San Francisco first baseman Brandon Belt, 0 for 13. Uh, and Belt has eight home runs, 21 RBIs, 21 runs scored, but he's hitting just 216. Uh, with a 767 OPS, and Belt is really, he's platoon specific. He really uh, spends most of his time facing right-handed pitching and, and generally is productive in that role, uh, but uh, he's also not playing enough that he can take an over 13 and, and not have it show up uh, in the numbers. Uh, Houston third baseman Alex Bregman was over 14 uh, on the weekend. Seven home runs, 34 RBIs, 37 runs scored, hitting 281 with an 803 OPS. So basically Alex Bregman is fine. He's okay. Uh, but that's not what we've come to expect from Alex Bregman. This is He's basically hitting the same way he did last year uh, when he was fine. Uh, but the year before that, he was a superstar. So uh, what what do we make of Alex Bregman? I, I guess you, you might buy low on him and hope that the power returns. Uh, but right now, that's sort of been the missing link uh, between where Bregman was uh, in 2019 and where he's been in 2020 and 2021. He's just not uh, not putting up huge power numbers the way he did uh, in 2019. Uh, New York Mets left fielder Dominic Smith was 0 for 12. Uh, and another guy whose power has seemed to have evaded him. He now has uh, four home runs for the season, uh, 21 RBIs, 15 runs scored, hitting 237 with a 640 OPS. We know Dominic Smith can hit better than that. This is uh, uh, not nearly uh, what the Mets would have expected from him. Uh, Baltimore's Ryan Mountcastle was 0 for 10 over the weekend. Now he's, he's putting up some decent power, eight home runs, 32 RBIs, uh, 25 runs scored, hitting 241 with a 687 OPS. Uh, certainly the, those numbers would have looked a little bit more respectable before the 0 for 10, uh, over the weekend. And in Baltimore as well, Michael Franco, the third baseman was 0 for 10. He also gives you some power. He has seven home runs, 31 RBIs, only 19 runs scored, hitting 205 with a 605 OPS. And there's, uh, Franco is sort of a, a very fringe uh, fantasy player in terms of corner infield, you know, a low-end guy. Uh, but that's only if he's hitting for a mediocre average. If he's giving you a 250 or something like that, well, at 205, uh, you can you can wait out Michael Franco and hope that uh, you can find other options uh, to fill in in a corner infield spot for you. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower your taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. And best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. 
That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. Now, to the pitchers who uh, showed well this weekend, and surprise, surprise, Jacob deGrom. Uh, pretty much every, every, every uh, time out, we can talk about Jacob deGrom the same way we talk about Vladimir Guerrero uh, almost every day. Uh, for the, the Mets, ace went six innings uh, in Friday's 3-2 win against San Diego. Gave up just one hit, no walks, no runs, struck out 10. Uh, his season so far has just been insane. He is, he's 6-2 with a 0.56 ERA, 0.53 whip, 14.5 strikeouts per nine and 10 starts. Uh, now there's question about his health. He yeah, uh, he left the start after six innings, and you know theoretically could have continued longer. Uh, but it does appear uh, that Degrom will be ready to go uh, his next time out. Uh, Washington's Joe Ross uh, went eight innings in Sunday's five nothing win against San Francisco. He gave up five hits, no walks, no runs, struck out nine. Best start of the year for Joe Ross. Uh, and Ross has sort of been lingering around uh, fantasy relevance. Uh, right now he's 3-6, and six, so the, you're not getting wins uh, terribly easily, but uh, 4.19 ERA, 1.25 whip, 8.7 strikeouts per nine. Basically, Ross is a viable candidate for streaming, uh, or you know, if you, you see a week in which he's got two starts, you could definitely pick him up then. Uh, still not quite sold on him as a, a cornerstone piece for your fantasy rotation, but... Uh, definitely, uh, he's been making progress. Uh, San Francisco's Anthony DiSclefani, uh, complete game, uh, nine innings in Friday's one nothing win at Washington, gave just two hits and a walk, struck out eight. Uh, DiSclefani's had a great bounce back season uh, for the Giants. In 13 starts, he's six and two, 3.09 ERA, 1.02 WHIP, only 7.9 strikeouts per nine. So I, I'd be a little wary uh, about the sustainability of these numbers for DiSclefani. But uh, if if you've had him to this point, you've you've racked up quite a bit of value. Uh, Philadelphia's Aaron Nola uh, went seven and two-thirds innings in Sunday's 7 nothing win against the Yankees. Three hits, one walk, no runs, struck out nine. Uh, Nola needed this a, a bit. He's sort of been stumbling a little uh, for a guy who's the, the supposed to be the ace of the Philly staff. Uh, he's 5-4 and four in, in his 14 starts this year. 3.69 ERA, 1.15 whip, 10.2 strikeouts per nine. You, you would like that ERA to be down a little bit uh, to kind of li- live up to expectations uh, for Aaron Nola. Uh, and one more, Aaron, Aaron Savali of Cleveland. Uh, went eight innings in Friday's 7 nothing win against Seattle. Gave up just one hit and one walk. No runs, struck out 11. That's a bit of a rarity. Savali's not a huge strikeout guy. Uh, but in 13 starts, he's 9-2. and two. Has a 3.17 ERA, a whip of one. Only 7.1 strikeouts per nine. Uh, but given the, the <laughs> nine wins, 3.17 ERA, and a whip of one, uh, you can, can live uh, with those modest strikeout totals. Now to the pitchers who struggled over the weekend. And I guess uh, first up is... Uh, Colorado's Kyle Freeland, uh, who went four innings in Friday's 11-5 loss at Cincinnati, gave up eight hits, one walk, nine runs, eight of them earned. He gave up five home runs, uh, struck out just two. Uh, and now Freeland's only made four starts so far for the Rockies, and it's been a bit of a rough ride. He's got an ERA of nine, whip of 2.12, only 4.8 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and generally, Freeland's uh, numbers aren't strong enough to, to warrant fantasy interest, but this sort of confirms that you don't need to be... Uh, Going, going too hard to get Kyle Freeland. Uh, Boston's Ryan Weber uh, made his first start of the season in Sunday's 18-4 loss against Toronto. Obviously, it didn't go very well. Uh, went five and two-thirds innings, so they kept him in. He gave up 13 hits, two walks, 11 earned runs, four home runs. Now, he did strike out seven, so there's something, uh, but uh, Weber just got destroyed. Uh, Angels, Alex Cobb, who uh, was a bit of a buy-low candidate and, and then 
his value did not uh, did not increase in Saturday's 8-7 win at Arizona. He went three innings, gave up seven hits, one walk, five earned runs, struck out three. Uh, and so in nine starts, uh, Cobb has a 4-2 record, which is all right, a 4.980 ERA, which stinks, uh, 1.32 whip, which is a little bit high, but not too bad, and 10.8 strikeouts per nine. Well, that that's kind of the appeal suddenly that Alex Cobb, uh, he's not usually been a high strikeout pitcher, but now if he's going to be striking out batters at this rate, uh, that does kind of keep him in the, in the fantasy discussion. Uh, Seattle's Justin Dunn. Uh, another guy who got off to a really nice start, but has probably been due for some regression. And so in, in Friday's 7-0 loss at Cleveland, he went three innings, gave up nine hits, two walks, five earned runs, struck out three. Uh, Dunn's only won one game in his 10 starts. He's one and three. Uh, 3.91 ERA, 1.35 whip, 8.9 strikeouts per nine. That still keeps him in the in the range of being relevant for fantasy purposes, even if it's just as a streaming option or uh, you know when you get the right matchups. But uh, Dunn uh, did take a bit of a hit in, in his last start. Uh, Yankees' Domingo Herman uh, went four and a third innings in Sunday's 7 nothing loss to Philly. Gave up 10 hits, one walk, seven earned runs. Only struck out two. Uh, now, Herman has generally been uh, pretty solid here for the Yankees. In 12 starts, he's 4-4, four and four, 3.88 ERA, 1.12 whip, 7.9 strikeouts per nine. You know, not, not amazing, not overpowering, but you, you could certainly make that work uh, on your fantasy staff in most cases. Uh, and Colorado's Herman Marquez uh, in Saturday's 10-3 loss to Cincinnati went five innings, gave up 12 hits, two walks, nine runs, eight of them earned. Uh, it's uh, you know it, I'm I'm wary of taking any Colorado pitchers to begin with, uh, but Marquez is supposed to be the staff ace and maybe a guy who is supposed to defy uh, the the re- expectations of playing in Coors Field. Uh, and Marquez in 14 starts is four and six. 4.60 ERA, which is too high, a 1.44 whip, which is too high. You know, 9.4 strikeouts per nine is all right, but it doesn't counteract uh, the ERA and the whip. So uh, I'm I'm still avoiding uh, Herman Marquez. So when we come back, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, and some matchups and DFS value plays uh, for Monday. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have nine delicious flavors. Plus, occasionally they get limited time special flavors too, but uh, the ones you can count on being there are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's a nice variety there, something for everyone. My favorites are the peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. Uh, and if you haven't tried uh, the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine uh, flavors, and then you kind of sample and decide which ones uh, you would like to order. Uh, and they're all covered in 100% chocolate, so they taste great. It tastes like a good snack, but they're also healthy. They have tons of protein. Uh, while while being low calorie, low sugar, low carbs, uh, and you know, from my perspective, uh, I started using them when I was going to an outdoor boot camp. Uh, decided I'd kind of lean right into it and made Built Bar part part of the post workout routine uh, to give my muscles a bit of a protein boost. And I think we've had some uh, decent results. So go to builtbar.com, use promo code Locked15, you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code Locked15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, and that includes Major League Baseball, the NBA and the NHL are in their playoffs, the PGA, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device and sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
So every episode, I offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues, and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them, or uh, maybe it's somebody that you can kind of put on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right. And so today we're going with Tampa Bay Rays shortstop Taylor Walls. He got called up uh, ahead of Wander Franco uh, when Tampa Bay uh, traded Willie Adamas to Milwaukee. Uh, and through his first 20 games, Walls is hitting 250 with a 737 OPS overall. However, past eight games, he's starting to trend in the right direction, hitting 310 with an 877 OPS. Uh, in 20 games, he has one home run, three stolen bases, uh, and Walls is rostered in just 5% of Yahoo leagues. Now to some injury updates. Uh, as Every Monday, it usually is a little bit of a longer list. Uh, and so we'll start with Dodgers first baseman. Max Muncy uh, has hit the 10-day injury list with an oblique injury. Uh, this opens up more playing time for Matt Beattie, uh, but also probably some more time for Albert Pujols uh, as well. Uh, the Dodgers center fielder, Cody Bellinger, is day-to-day with a hamstring injury. Uh, they've got Luke Rayleigh uh, playing a little bit in right field. Uh, Zach McKinstry is always an option out there, and Chris Taylor uh, can can find some time in the outfield as well. Uh, the Dodgers have several guys who are multi-position uh, players who, who can uh, rotate around, uh, and it looks like specifically for center field, Mookie Betts uh, will just cover for Bellinger in center. Uh, Mets starter Jacob deGrom talked about him, uh, left his last start with a bit of a, a forearm strain, uh, but all reports are that... Uh, his his throwing went fine on Sunday, so he should be able to make his next start. Uh, Washington Nationals ace Max Scherzer uh, left his last start early with a groin injury, uh, and and that might cause him to miss his next start. But the indications are are the Nationals don't expect it to be something long term. Uh, Cubs shortstop Javi Baez day to day with a thumb injury. Uh, Sergio Alcantara uh, can fill in uh, with Baez out. Yankees right fielder Aaron Judge day to day with a back injury. Uh, now, not expected to be serious, uh, but you, you never know with the Yankees. When, when it comes to Judge and Stanton, you kind of keep your fingers crossed every time there's injury news. Uh, but in, in the short term, Clint Frazier uh, can easily cover for Judge in right field. Uh, Seattle right fielder Mitch Hanniger, day-to-day with a knee injury. Uh, maybe there's an opportunity for Shed Long uh, to get into the, uh, the Mariners lineup, but uh, we'll see how serious the injury is for Hanniger. He may not miss time. Uh, and Milwaukee outfielder Tyrone Taylor has landed on the 10-day injury list with a shoulder injury. Now, Taylor is you know, more of a fourth outfielder anyway, so it's not as though someone needs to uh, fill in his spot in the lineup. Uh, Detroit uh, infielder Jonathan Scope is day-to-day with a hand injury. He's mostly been playing first base, but Harold Castro uh, can fill in at first. Uh, and if, if Scope's going to miss significant time. Uh, Mets outfielder Billy McKinney day-to-day with a knee injury. Uh, Kevin Pillar uh, can easily slide into the Mets uh, outfield to, to cover for McKinney. Uh, and Arizona starter Merrill Kelly uh, is day-to-day with a shoulder injury. Uh, we'll see whether or not that's going to cause him uh, to miss any starts. Uh, so now let's take a look at the matchups for Monday. Uh, just a couple that I, I like, uh, underdogs, but fairly slight underdogs. Uh, Chicago White Sox and Lance Lynn uh, plus 102 versus Tampa Bay and Tyler Glasnow. And, you know, Tyler Glasnow has been great, but so too has been Lance Lynn. Uh, and so getting Lynn at home as a, as a slight underdog uh, seems worthwhile. And, you know, maybe picking against Tyler Glasnow isn't the way to uh, uh, to get rich. Uh, but, you know, when you're doing it with Lance Lynn at home, uh, I'm willing to give it a look. Uh, and Colorado's Austin Gomber, uh, plus 132 uh, at home against San Diego with Dinos and Lamette. And now Lamette uh, is starting to, uh, get stretched out. Uh, you, you, uh, there was a time early in the year where you were just going a couple innings to start as 
the Padres were trying to uh, avoid surgery uh, with Lament, and they've sort of got it up to five innings. Uh, and so if, if he goes uh, that that length of time into the game, that might be enough for San Diego to, to have a comfortable lead. But if not, you know, Austin Gomber has been really great uh, over the past month or so. And so uh, getting him uh, as a decent underdog at plus 132 uh, is worth a look. So thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Uh, let's grab a few DFS value plays uh, for Monday. So uh, on DraftKings, uh, Cincinnati's uh, Vladimir Gutierrez is $6,900 uh, at Milwaukee uh, going against Eric Lauer. Gutierrez has been uh, at the very least decent, but maybe even a little bit better than that in his uh, three starts since getting called up. Uh, and then Colorado's Austin Gomber. He's $7,000 uh, going against San Diego. As I said, Gomber over the past uh, month or so has been really good. Uh, Angels catcher Max Stasi is just $3,100 against Oakland. Obviously missed a bunch of time with injury, uh, but he's a catcher who can hit. Uh, Pittsburgh third baseman Kibrian Hayes is $4,300 going against Washington and John Lester. Uh, Toronto third baseman Kevin Biggio is $3,900 at Boston and Nathan Eovaldi. And and Biggio's got a a nice history uh, against Eovaldi uh, in that in in his career, he's three for seven uh, against Eovaldi with a double and two home runs. So uh, at the very least, you should be able to expect uh, Biggio to drive the ball. Uh, against Nathan Eovaldi. Uh, Cleveland shortstop Ahmed Rosario is $3,700 uh, against Baltimore with Dean Kramer on the mound. Uh, Rosario, uh, after a slow start and, and following up a, a fairly poor 2020 season, uh, has been rounding into form, uh, providing more offense. Uh, Baltimore outfielder Cedric Mullins is $3,500 at Cleveland uh, with Jean-Carlos Mejia uh, starting uh, for Cleveland. Mullins has been great uh, over the past month or so, and, and so I I like that price on him for sure. Uh, and then San Diego outfielder Trent Grisham is $4,000 uh, at Colorado. Now, if I like Austin Gomber, I probably don't like the chances of Trent Grisham, but if you want to go the other way, uh, Grisham recently uh, activated from the injured list, and, and he's a pretty uh, good threat in that San Diego lineup. That will do it for today. Uh, enjoy the games. We'll be back tomorrow with a look at the top 20 hitters and top 10 pitchers over the past month. Also, check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. The semifinals are here. Uh, maybe drop in a five-star rating uh, for either of those podcasts on Apple. Uh, check them out on Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, can the Clippers follow in the Bucks' footsteps? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Go, Bartenders! Go, Food Needs Refill!